This is the Italian Real Estate Podcast, here to help you with the ins and outs and basics of Italian real estate presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Italian Real Estate Podcast presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com where you can find help with purchasing property here in Italy. Of course, I am back again here with Italian attorney Marco Permunian and I am Rafael Di Furia and today we wanted to talk about a question that Marco and I both hear a lot about and let's just ask the question straight out. Does purchasing property give you the right to remain here in Italy? It is not necessary to be an Italian citizen to be able to purchase properties in Italy. It is not necessary to be an Italian resident to be able to purchase properties in Italy but if you do purchase a property in Italy that doesn't automatically gives you the right to stay in Italy or of course not even the right to Italian citizenship. So having the property per se does not give you the ability to reside in Italy. So you can enjoy your property during vacation time. You can stay in Italy for 90 days every uh, six months or three months every six months. That's the rule for people who travel into the Schengen area from outside the Schengen area. Uh, but other than that, having the property does not automatically qualify you for, for a visa or for citizenship. So if you want to, if you want the ability to reside in Italy, you have to apply for a visa or you have to apply for Italian citizenship if you're entitled to Italian citizenship. But uh, for the people who are not entitled to Italian citizenship, for example, citizenship by descent, um, they would have to apply for a visa. And after some time in Italy, after some years in Italy, they would be able to then apply for Italian citizenship through residency. So then for a person who wouldn't be eligible for a visa to stay here, you were mentioning about Italian citizenship through residency, but what would be some ways that a person would be able to remain here in the country? So there are several types of visas that a person can apply for, uh, student visas if you are planning on enrolling in, a, in, in an Italian school, um, work visas for which you need to have an employer, um, self-employment visas, or a very popular visa is the elective residency visa which you have to apply for through an Italian consulate and it's meant for, it's intended for retired people, so people who live on their pension in their home country and are ready to relocate to Italy. And actually owning a property does help you if you want to apply for that specific type of visa because one of the requirements when you apply for the elective residency visa is that you either own a property in Italy or that you rent one before you even apply for the for the visa. So when you attend your uh, consulate appointment with the Italian consulate, uh, you need to show that you have like a rental agreement or a deed of proper of, for your property that you purchased in Italy. So if you purchase a property, that does help you with that specific type of visa. Well, I'm just wondering if that might make it difficult, for example, to get a rental contract if you don't have the ability to stay in the con in, in the country. Would that ever make it so that a person wouldn't be able to get the rental contract if they can't legally be here or if they're waiting to be here? That's a good question. There are some um, landlords that will actually make it difficult for you to get a rental contract if you don't reside in Italy. But as we said, to apply for 
this visa that we're talking about, you, need, you do need to have at least a rental contract. So some people find it difficult to um, find uh, somebody who is willing to rent a property to them because they not yet have a visa. But the whole point is that you need the rental agreement to apply for the visa. So it's kind of a difficult situation, but there are uh, many um, landlords that are willing to rent properties to people who are still in their own country. It's it's legal and it can be done. And I know this is a very popular way of getting to Italy. I know that I realize this episode isn't necessarily specifically on the uh, topic of, of um, coming here uh, as a retired person, but is there any minimum requirement um, financially for, I think we spoke about this briefly before, but I can't remember if we talked about this. Yes, uh, to apply for the elective residency visa, you need to have at least an income equal to roughly $3,000 per month and it needs to be stable. Um, so an income that you get every month not coming from work activities. So it needs to be coming from pensions or, or investments, something that is stable and that you get every month and that doesn't come from, from your work in your home country. So a person doesn't have citizenship or residency in Italy, what would they need to go through to purchase that property? Is it basically the same as everything else or is there anything that would be different because they don't have that legal ability to stay in the country? The process is very similar to the process that applies to someone who is a resident of Italy. Of course, someone who is not a resident of Italy can travel to Italy if they are part of the visa waiver program, um, if they are um, coming from one of those countries which are part of the visa waiver program. So those people can go to Italy and, and complete the purchase process in Italy, or they can appoint a representative to act on their behalf. So it's not really necessary for those people to go over to Italy to complete the process. They can absolutely uh, rely on a representative like us. We do that for our clients. Um, and basically through a power of attorney, uh, give the ability to somebody else to act in their name and on their on their behalf. Uh, there are some differences related to um, the taxation, the purchase taxes, meaning if you are an Italian resident, you can qualify for a tax discount if you're buying your first property in Italy. So you would end up paying the 2% rather than the 9%. But if you are a non-resident, you most likely have to pay the 9% unless you relocate into the property and of course obtain a visa within 18 months from the purchase, or unless you are an Italian citizen residing abroad, um, so not residing in Italy, enrolled with the AIRE and you're purchasing your first property in Italy. So in this case, you also pay the 2% in taxes. So the taxation basically is also different depending on whether or not you reside in Italy or, or not, and if you are buying your first property in Italy. But as far as the process is concerned, it is very similar if you're a non-resident or a resident. It doesn't make a huge difference. And one thing that I think is very relevant to what what we're going through currently, um, at least at the time of recording this video, we aren't under lockdown, uh, but people who are from outside of the European Union aren't able to get to Italy, but a lot of people do. What would be the situation for a property owner here in Italy who would like to come to Italy, but is maybe coming from 
a country that is not on the current whitelist. The situation right now is quite unclear because you are not supposed to travel to Italy from outside of the EU, from some countries, including the US, unless you have specific reasons for um, like urgency, like medical reasons, or you have to take care of a family member or you are returning to your place of residency. So because these people, they reside abroad, they own a property in Italy, but they reside abroad, they're not technically going back to the place, the, the usual place of residency. So theoretically, in my opinion, they should not be allowed to return to Italy. But, if, but I've heard of people that have figured out a way to get into Italy anyway. Uh, they've quarantined, so they've taken all of the precautions, but uh, they were able to get to Italy even if they were not supposed to. For example, they claim that, you, you could claim, for example, that your property needs uh, repairs, like works are necessary because it's, it's falling apart or there are like major issues, a leak, so you have to get to Italy as quickly as possible. So although you are not supposed to um, be able to get to Italy easily, there are some people who have figured out a way, uh, some property owners to, to go to Italy um, to take care of their property. I wouldn't necessarily advise people to do that in this specific moment in time and the legality of this could be even up for debate. Anyway, I think we've covered a lot of ground again, and that, of course, we want to keep these episodes on real estate a little bit on the shorter side, so we will end this off here. Thank you so much again, Marco, for making yourself available for answering some questions and talking about real estate here in Italy. And of course, if you are seeking assistance with purchasing property here in Italy, you can contact Marco and his team at italianrealestatelawyers.com. And if you're interested in more information about living in Italy, life abroad, and living life in Italy as a dual citizen, you can check out my channel youtube.com slash Rafael Di Furia. Of course, as always, we have been here with Marco Permunian from italianrealestatelawyers.com and I'm Rafael Di Furia and we will see you all next time. Later. Thank you.